Hello, powerful human, and welcome back to another Flower Ed podcast. I just got home from a wedding. I had a wedding today. It's about 2.30, and I just wanted to jump on the potty and chat to you guys because something kind of popped up while I was driving around listening to all of my masterclasses and podcasts and things that I do in my day, and it just kept anchoring back to this point that I really want to speak to in this podcast. So strap in, it's going to be a good one. And I hope that this really, really helps you guys in momentum in your business, because I know that a lot of people feel stuck. I know that I have in the past had had moments and there probably will be moments in the future as well, where you kind of get to this roadblock or this glass ceiling, whatever kind of metaphor you want to speak to, where you feel like you're doing things and you feel like you're you're moving, but nothing's happening. Now, the part where I think we go wrong here, and I certainly have in my past, in my business over the last couple of years, is when we get to these roadblocks and we get stuck, what we tend to do is focus on the external, obviously, because that's the, the easiest thing to do, right? We focus on the external versus the internal, but we also are always chasing. It's like this need and this desperation for new or more or better or the next thing. And I'm sure you guys can relate to this in the way of, you know, a goal. So you've got a goal and you're chasing it and you're chasing it and then you get to it and then it's like, okay, where's the next thing? Where's the next thing? Where's the next thing? It's like you only celebrate it for a minute. And I think we do the same with clients in the way of we're always looking for more and the next and like we're always putting all of our efforts onto that next client. We're just trying to get that next sale. And I get it. I do. Because it's like, if you're not where you're at in terms of the amount of bookings you have, the amount of customers, the amount of money, all of those things, of course, you're going to want more sales. But here, I want you to think of it in a bit of a different way. So imagine this. You and say 10 other florists, you all have a house next to each other on the street. All of you. You're all different florists servicing the same area. Now, all of the brides that have just gotten married and are looking for a florist, they're walking down the street. They're all walking down the street looking for a florist, walking in and out of the houses to see which one they want to stay in. How can you make your home a home? How can you make it really safe, really welcoming, really trustworthy? How can you make them want to stay in your world and not leave and go next door? How different would you move in business if you thought about it like that? Because a client can come in, you can get that next client. But if they don't actually want to stay in your world, you're not going to book them. Or maybe you do book them, but then the experience is terrible. And so they don't tell anyone about you. Because remember, referrals are like the best thing ever because they already trust you. So the goal is you want them to be welcomed into your home. You want them to stay. You want them to eat all the cookies and milk that you put out for them. (laughs) They're not Santa Claus, but let's just roll with it. And then you want them to run out 
and and whistle with the with the cool cow whistle. Fun fact, I can't even whistle normally, but you know, with the fingers in the mouth, do the loud whistle and say, hey, everybody come in here. It's the sickest house. You're going to love it. Lily's so cool. Come and have a chat with her. That is the goal in business. That is what I want you to lead with. So right now, say you're, you're chasing and you're chasing and you're chasing for that next client, that next customer. You're waiting for more sales and more sales. Rather than waiting for that next person to walk in to your home, I want you to start cleaning your home. Because if they walk in and it's a bloody shit show, they're not going to want to stay. If they walk in and you're really needy and you're really desperate and you're like, hey, it's so nice to see you. I really want you to stay here. Like, it would be so amazing if you stayed here and like, I love you so much, blah, blah, blah. They're not going to want to stay because that energy is a little bit off. It's like when you walk down to a supermarket and there's those people standing out there trying to sell you something and they're like, hey, miss, hey, how's your day? How's your um, internet going at the moment? And you're like, oh, please don't talk to me. And you like pretend to be on the phone because you're like, oh, and you go, no, good, thanks. Good, thanks. That's the vibe when you lead with that chasing, desperate energy. But imagine if instead you're cleaning your house and you're pruning the garden out the front. And the people who are currently in your house are all sitting out on the front deck and they're laughing and they're smiling at each other and they yell out to to the clients on the street saying, hey, this is amazing. And you're just there, just cleaning. You're just cleaning the windows. You're waving to everybody. How much would you want to walk into that home and be like, this is sick? compared to the opposite it is trashed there is no order they don't even know how to get in the front door the clients that are there at that opposite house they're like do not come here because this is a shit show someone's complaining someone's telling you not to come in because they had such a bad experience in the home they're telling you to go somewhere else they're telling you to go next door There's just trash everywhere. You walk into the house and you can't even find the person that's supposed to own the house to welcome you into the house. They communicate with you, but they're really confusing and they make no sense and you can't understand and they don't give you the pricing and they make it harder than it needs to be and there's 4,000 steps to be able to stay in the home. No, thank you. I'm going next door. This is what I want you to lead with. I want you to lean out of sales for a second and look internally. I want you to look at your business. I want you to look at yourself. I want you to look at your Instagram. I want you to look at your website. I want you to look at your current clients, your current customers. Because if you can clean all of that up and you have a really smooth back end and you communicate really well with anyone who's entering your world and you give your current clients and customers such a good experience that they want to go and tell everybody else. If the venues that you work with really love the way you move around their venue, 
you're nice and clean and you're efficient, people will be drawn to that. It's magnetic. Whether it is an actual referral, someone saying, go to Florals and Fika because they're freaking epic. I had them for my wedding. Do it. You won't regret it. Or it's just an energy thing. It's the way you move. It's the way you show up on Instagram. People can feel and read energy. And if you have cleaned up everything in the background, everyone's going to want to be in your world. Because that's how it works. People gravitate towards the energy that they want to feel. So if you have cleaned up your whole business, your team, yourself, your mindset, your frequency, your finances, your money, all of it. If you cleaned up your Instagram and the way you show up and the language that you use and the content that you post and the people that you're trying to reach. If you cleaned all of that up and focused on keeping all of that clean while showing up consistently to just help people, help your ideal client, I can almost guarantee 100% that more clients will come into your world. They just have to. If you are living at that higher frequency and you have a high energy and you've opened that capacity for more, more will come. Now, speaking of capacity, let's go back to the house idea. You've all got houses. And let's say in your house, there are like five beds that people can sleep in. Let's say you've currently got two of them that are taken. There are people staying on two of those beds, which means technically, physically, you have three beds available, right? You've got three beds available for people to walk in off the street and stay in. But here's where it changes. Let's say you are so tired because you haven't drunk water and you haven't eaten in like 45 days. And you go and you sit out the front and you're waiting for people to walk in and you're just tired and you're sitting there in a slump and you're like, hey, welcome to my house. People are just walking past because they don't want to come in. Let's say that the person next door, the florist next door, you're out there, you're on your tippy toes looking over their fence And you're comparing to how shit you are, how shit your house is and your garden is compared to theirs. So there are people that are looking at your house and are waiting for you to open the door. But you're too busy comparing yourself to other florists. And then after you compare yourself to other florists, you go and hide in a hole for 42 days because you don't want anyone to see you because you're scared to be seen because you've just compared yourself and put yourself in a low frequency. You've got those three beds available. There are people out there who want to stay in your home. But you do not have the energetic capacity to hold those people. Because you're too busy focusing on the things that do not matter. And you're not focusing on the things that are going to expand your energetic capacity. Hopefully you get where I'm going with with this. 
So while in your business, you might look at your books and you've only got three bookings for the year and you want 12, you want one a month. So you go, oh, I've got so many months available for humans to come into my space. Where is everybody? Why are my sales so low? I want you to think to yourself, okay, maybe I do have the physical capacity. You know, I've got the team. I've got the the things that they can hire. I can go to the markets. I've got the physical stuff. But energetically, can you actually hold those bookings? Can you have someone come into your world with a really high budget that you've never worked with before? And can you stand as a neutral energy? Can you hold space for them even when your business feels rocky? They feel like they can't be held. So maybe they're not even coming into your world because people can feel the energy. Or they're coming into your world but it doesn't feel safe to stay, to stick around. Because even unconsciously, without you even knowing, even if you think, yeah, I've got energetic capacity, if you don't, people feel it. And it's going to change the way that you're showing up. Showing up in the form of actually showing up, say, on Instagram, on stories, speaking, or just showing up in the way that you move, posting content, doing back-end stuff, cleaning up your business. If you don't have that energetic capacity and you can't live at a high frequency in yourself, in yourself as a vessel, as a human being, people can feel that. So even though you have this calendar that's open, you have all of these bookings available for people to grab, while you're here chasing clients and having this need and this desperation, you don't actually have the energetic capacity to hold them because if they came into your world and they asked you something that rocked you that's wobbly that's not safe energy we want to lead with safety for our clients they need to feel safe in your world if they feel safe they feel like they can trust you they're going to buy from you so if you haven't drunk water in the last two days If you've just eaten Macca's for lunch, if you've been watching Netflix until midnight, if you've been going to the markets and doing the whole wedding and doing the pack down all by yourself, so now you're burnt out for a whole entire week, if you haven't moved your body in like three years, oh, because you're too busy, that is not going to open up your energetic capacity. So what I would suggest that you do to open that energetic capacity, to make people want to be in your world, to be that magnet for those ideal clients that are walking past your house, that are knocking on your door, that are waiting for you to open the door. I really want you to start looking at you. How can you lead your life in a way that puts you at such a high frequency that people, you're just like a magnet. People just want to be in your energy. And it means that when your physical capacity is open and you are choosing to live at a high frequency and open your energetic capacity, the two link up and it's a match made in heaven. Drink your water, eat your vegetables, get sleep, get help. 
These are like the most basic things that you're probably rolling your eyes going, I've heard it all before. But are you actually doing it? Are you actually doing the things that you know will put you at a better chance to move through life with least resistance? To just move through life where everything just flows, everything just feels good. Because me personally, I used to live in a space of complete burnout. Like I said, I would be the one going to the markets at 3 a.m. I would be the one doing the whole entire wedding. And this is for like big, big, big budgets. I would be the one that goes back at midnight and packs down. I would be the one that's in the studio cleaning it and cleaning the vases and cleaning the candle wax and all the rest of it. I'd be the one doing the tip runs. And then I'd be the one jumping on emails every second of the day that I possibly could. But can you see how if you were to do that for every client, just because you're wanting to save a few dollars, by the way, which doesn't make any sense at all. If you were to do that for every client, how is your business supposed to grow? It's not scalable. So until you start looking after yourself and opening your energetic capacity, you're probably blocking yourself from more clients. So some ways to clean up your house if it's looking a little messy. Because remember, a clean house with happy clients who can yell at all the people on the street and say how amazing your home is, it's going to make people want to come into your space. And then once they're in your space, if it's clean and welcoming and safe and fun, they're going to want to stay. So first things first, the client experience. I want you to think about the steps that your client takes with you from the minute, the minute that they find out about you to inquiring, to the whole entire consultation process, to payments, to final run throughs, to the wedding day, to after the wedding day. That whole entire journey that your client takes with you, I want you to clean that up as much as possible. Make it really smooth, as least steps as possible, as easy, as straightforward with great communication. Find the gaps and fix them. Your current clients. I want you to really nurture your current clients. Now, once you clean up the client experience, that whole entire experience from the start to the end, it's just going to naturally flow on that your current clients are going to feel that love and that nurture because you'll be fixing gaps in your business where your current clients can actually reap the benefits of that as well. So if you can look after your current clients by improving your client experience, it means that they are going to want to stand on that balcony and yell out to everyone on the street. And that's the goal. The next thing is Instagram. If you know me, you'll know that Instagram to me is one of the best, biggest and most powerful tools there is when it comes to business. It is literally the way I get 100% of you beautiful humans, apart from this podcast, I must say, but majority of you come from Instagram to the podcast and then come into my containers, into my world, and we just have the best time together. So Instagram is really, really important. Within my floral business, it's also, I'm going to want to say 80% maybe, otherwise there's Google and things like that, word of mouth. So Instagram's really, really important. I want you to treat Instagram as if it is the front of your house. 
It's what people are looking at before they walk in. So ask yourself, is your Instagram looking like, feeling like something that your ideal client would want to further consume? Follow, like, know, trust, inquire, book, all the things. Is it looking like that or has it just been like, I don't have time, I don't like Instagram, I don't want to show my face, all of those things behind the scenes that go on. Which one is it? You get to choose if you want to have a nicer frontage, if you want your ideal clients who are on the street looking for you to be attracted and drawn to you, you need to make that Instagram exactly that. You need to make it like a magnet for those ideal clients to walk in. For example, let's say there's people walking on the street who are your ideal client and they are looking for a house that has a pool. What can you put out the front of your house that says, hey, we have a pool? Same with Instagram. You want 10K budgets? How can you present your business in a way that says, hey, we are a 10K budget kind of brand? Think of it like that. The next thing is the function and efficiency of your business. So function as in the tangible sort of running of your business. So the way payments come in, the way you structure your emails, the boundaries that you set, massive, massive one to look at, the function of it. You know, do you have a team? Do you have support? What? How does it work with the markets? That, that running day-to-day of the business. How can you clean that up so that it just feels safe for you? Because you're the one that has to look at it every single day and you're the one that gets to choose the way in which your business runs. How can you cut things out, add things in, change things up so that it's running exactly how you want it to run? And then efficiency wise, which just ties in so beautifully, is how can you make it more efficient? How can you make processing flowers more efficient? How can you make going to the markets more efficient? How can you make your your day on site at a wedding more efficient? How can you make your team more efficient? How can you pay someone to do something so that you are more efficient? Being the business owner, being the brain of the business that has to grow the thing. So many things to look at with efficiency and the function of the business. So those are just a few of the things that I want you to look at to clean up, put those gloves on girlfriend, get out that washing bucket, get the sponge and start cleaning the floor. Because let me tell you, the minute you have this beautiful house that has an open sign, the doors wide open, there's muffins in the kitchen, there's people at the front that are having a good time. I can assure you that people are going to walk in. And if you are out there cleaning and saying hi to everyone and just like being a good vibe and living that high frequency, it's going to make people want to walk in. And that's exactly the same with your business. So have a look at those few things. Listen back to this podcast. Take notes. Get your journal out. Write these things down as dot points and actually look at them. Because it's all well and good to listen to this while you're driving to the markets, while you're processing the flowers, whatever it may be, but it's the actual doing the thing that is going to get you to the place that you want to go. So make sure that you're actually integrating these learnings because they are so important. Stop chasing that client and being desperate and needy and looking for that next thing and instead just lean back, clean your house, just live your life 
Live your life to the highest frequency possible and I can promise you people will be attracted and it's just like this magnetic energy into your world. Now, also, another thing to note is that I've got the Boundaries Masterclass on Thursday, bound by nothing, because I want to show you the freedom and the abundance that comes from setting boundaries. This isn't about being strict. This isn't about being stuck in a box. It's actually ultimate freedom in your business and in your life. And the minute you can set these boundaries, people are going to want to be in your world. Because if you set the boundary, people know how to behave. They know how to move. They're going to walk, want to walk through that front gate. And that's exactly what I want for you. I want you to feel so anchored and just this, have this deep self-trust and knowing in your body that you can move through business exactly how you want to move. You can show up in your business. You can speak to clients and just do your thing. Without the stress and the guilt and the shame and the worry, because you've set those boundaries, things just run more smoothly and it's so freaking epic. I cannot wait to see you in there. There are older new faces already and I just, I love connecting with you guys so, so much. So it's happening this Thursday. It is a masterclass, which means you guys just grab a cuppa or a wine, depending on what time it is in the world. You sit back, you watch me on Zoom. I do my thing. You guys jump in the chat box. We connect. You answer questions. You have a journal. You're writing out any any bits of golden nuggets that I share with you guys. And it's just an epic time. So I cannot wait to see you in there. It is recorded for playback. If you are going to be asleep at the time, let's say it's midnight. If not, midnight treat, shall we say. So I'll see you guys there on Thursday. Thank you so much for listening and have a lovely, lovely Monday afternoon.